Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, ProFit Studio HQ, Sunny Scottsdale. Joined somebody new today. The patriarch of productivity, Randy Angston. What is that guy? <laughs> Same face, little longer beard. Yeah, are we gonna let that thing go, or what are we doing? Well, I'm gonna. I mean, it's it's gonna be groomed, managed, but yours comes like length. way under. Well, like I don't. Yeah, it, let the backfill. It comes in. Coming, coming. I keep mine trimmed. You get it trimmed like every like ten days or so. I don't even get my hair cut that often. Well, I don't get my hair cut. Just the beard. Just like, the beard. Yeah, catch get, up? Oh yeah. I do a beard. There's like a barber shop that they're like they just do beards. Yep. It's cool. It's mm-hmm. good stuff. Okay, off topic. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a couple cool things. So you've probably heard us talking about CLA course. That's our client lifecycle automation course. Do it yourself in the comfort of your own home. Set up the automations. Get that thing working for you. And it kind of ties into this episode a little bit because we're talking about employees and staff and roles and responsibilities and, mm-hmm. you know, having systems in place kind of, you know, it replaces or at least helps with employees, right? So yeah. if they're not doing as well. So check that out. That thing is uh, pretty much ready to go. Um, you'll see all the information at clacourse.com. We're excited about that. It's a walkthrough, step-by-step, get this thing set up, how to connect it to all your lead sources, how to connect it to your website, how to move people through the process, um, what it does. We've got the emails in there written for you, the text message scripts. Um, it's good to go. It's ready to rock. It's loaded. Yep. So today, episode, what, 96, I think? Uh, seven. Oh, boy. I we're think off. we're on seven. seven? <laughs> okay. Well, you're looking at your screen. You kind of see what it is, but... Uh, Something that comes up quite a bit in just about every gym. Once you know you get to a point of scale, you're not a solopreneur doing it yourself anymore. It's time to talk about roles and responsibilities of staff and and how to do it and why it's important and how you can you can put the wrong people in the wrong seats on that bus mm-hmm. and things could fall apart real quick. So that, that's a big one, is especially that part of it. Okay. So I'll start this. This is part of our coaching. This is something we do in our private client coaching group, but we get m- way more in depth. But one of the thing that's, things that will never change in any business is the functions of things that need to happen. Yes. Right? So you need to have specific things happening every day, regardless of who's doing them. They have to get done or else the business stagnates. Like super simple, 30,000 foot view. Somebody needs to answer the phone. Who does that? Mm-hmm. How is it done? Somebody needs to train the client. Somebody needs to meet with clients and do the sales consultations. Somebody needs to clean the gym. Somebody needs to pay the bills. Somebody needs to design the programs. Those are all functions. Those have to happen or else you're not in business, right? (laughs) And so if you simplify everything down to the functions, then things start to make a little bit more sense. We've talked about E-Myth as a book, uh, Michael Gerber. It's a great book for entrepreneurs. And it's really talking about, you know, this, having your 
even if you're not ever planning on franchising or doing multiple locations, you still build your perfect prototype of what it would be. And, and part of that is the functions of what needs to happen and who does them. Yeah. And that goes into the, the organizational structure and the chart and the job responsibilities and all this stuff. So we're going to dive in a little bit. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the first things that we step into in our coaching program early on. Yeah, week two. Mm -hmm. Week two. A lot of times as the gym owner or the solopreneur or the fitnesspreneur, if you want to call it that, you're doing all of the things. Mm -hmm. And that's okay to a point. You're going to get to a point where you you can't. Mm -hmm. You can't physically do everything. Uh, and, and you shouldn't. And you shouldn't. And you, you shouldn't do work. everything. And that kind of ties to our last episode. Was, yep. We talked about your time versus what it's worth versus what you can pay somebody to do that. Some of the times the first hire could be another coach. Sometimes it could be an admin. So mm -hmm. depends on the direction of your facility. Like, you know, who's the one answering the phones? It can't always be you. So maybe that's the admin who's running and getting office supplies, who's, you know, mailing stuff out, who's calling the clients when their credit cards expire. You got you should have somebody doing that stuff. Yeah. Right. Uh, working with a coach uh, or a client, I should say, who is a coach, but um, went to his gym. And, uh, you know, one of the biggest things was he has declined payments sitting for in his, you know, mind yeah. body. Yeah. And they really wasn't a process. It was, well, I'll call these people or if I don't get to it, somebody else will or an accountant will. You know, that should just be with one person. And like a day to day. That should Every be like day. five minutes yeah. of somebody's first thing in the morning. I mean, going back to... I mean, when I was a, a banker, that was my first responsibility every morning when I got in. Every overdrawn account that was created in an hour. You call them? Oh, yeah, we called them. And one, it was done from a, you know, it, a lot of times it keeps your client happy. Right. You know what I mean? They don't, of course, they're, they're going to, they're upset about a fee or something like that. But at the same time, now they know, you know what I mean? Like, let's rectify the problem now when it was $35 instead of $285 in fees. Right. You know what I mean? So that more often than not, they were thanking us. But simple, easy. Get on top of that. That's money out the door. Yeah. That was one of the biggest things that, you know, and I told him, like, you've got money sitting here mm -hmm. waiting to be collected. They've already agreed to pay this. Their credit card probably expired or they had fraud and they shut the card down or whatever. You you need to attack these. And yeah. So so having, having somebody res responsible for the functions is key, right? Is key. Now, we always talk about positions in the you know, organization has seats on the bus, right? Right. If you're in the wrong seat, we could either switch seats for, you know, like, let's put it, for example, you've got somebody that's doing sales for you and they're not closing anybody. Sure. And they're just not a good fit. Doesn't mean you, you don't get fire them. Maybe there's, there's a different seat to put them on. Maybe there's a different role they could be in the business, or maybe you kick them off the bus and you keep driving down the street. <laughs> These are all things you have to figure out. And one of the best things that we did early on was we did a personality assessment uh, called the DISC assessment, um, D-I-S-C. Uh, and that really gave us some insight to the roles that people should be in. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's, a, and I don't know these memor memorized, but like a D is a high D-I would be somebody that's like good at sales and somebody that's an SC is more organized and needs to have structure and be told what to do and work off a list. And then even behind the disc assessment, then there's these like things that drive them, internal drivers. Motivators, like, yeah. like maybe it's monetary. Maybe it's, um, they, one of them's political. Maybe it's altruistic, which is giving to charities and things like that. Maybe those are the things that they are really passionate about. Mm -hmm. 
And, and that's how you manage your people is using the, the assessment to kind of the, the way to speak to them, the roles that they're in, uh, positions that they hold and things that you have them do, like the duties, like the, the functions of the mm -hmm. business. Uh, once you get that laid out and you got the per this perfect team, then things change. Yeah. That's when things change. Because yeah. you could have somebody, uh, something else that DISC assessment does, it tells you that this is how somebody's core values are, but here's how they've altered them to be in the position. Mm -hmm. And when you have this big discrepancy between you know somebody that's really high in doing something, but they've had to like switch their, I guess, internal core values to do something else for the position, that's when those people are unhappy and then they and they end up leaving. Yeah. Where they don't do their job as well. Yeah. And and it goes it a disc assessment is huge. I like it for multiple reasons. And I we with our coaching clients, I recommend that they do this at every time they have a new hire, every a few months at a time, every time every 6 months or so, the just mm -hmm. the business everybody should and then the business owner should have a copy of each of their employees disc assessments. Reason being, communication is huge. I mean, um What's the book? The Languages of Love, I think, is a relationship book mm -hmm. based upon similar idea, right? Like, how do you show and receive affection in a relationship? Well, that's great. I mean, if, if you're a certain type and your partner is the opposite and you're just only showing them affection the way that you're yeah. used to receiving it, there's a disconnect. Well, with a disc assessment, we can take that to business and we can ensure that the right people are in the right roles or that we're incentivizing the right employee in the right way. You know, with trainers, this is a very common topic. Trainers aren't necessarily motivated by money. Mm -mm. They they're typically that that personality type that's motivated by the result of the client. They would do that job because they care. They're passionate. They they love the result and changing the life of the individual in front of them. Mm -hmm. The monetary gain is a is a bonus. a bonus. I mean, it's yeah. not, but it's not a driving force. It's not like the bonus that they're working towards and they need a hit. So finding other ways of incentivizing a trainer that's in that role they might respond a hell of a lot greater than here's a bonus based yeah. on money. Right. So that's one aspect. I like a disc assessment also, and this is not to go too far off topic, but from a sales stance, when you start to understand the different personality types that people fall into, when you start to ask questions, open-ended questions in a sales conversation, you start to learn the motivators of that individual. Yeah. And then you can steer the conversation to what resonates with the person right. you're speaking with. So just another it's side, very true. side up of that. Yeah. And in fact, there's a free online assessment. It's uh, TonyRobbins.com slash D-I-S-C. So TonyRobbins.com slash D-I-S-C is a free one. Um, you're going to have to opt in. You'll go on to Tony's list and mm -hmm. you can always opt out later. But they, they give it to you within minutes, right? So you... It takes about 15 minutes to go through sure. whatever. Uh, and when we got those back, it was really, really cool. Eye-opening. Some things were obvious. Like, of course, this is the way this person is. And the other ones were like, wow. And when you get one on yourself, that's really cool, too. And you're like, you, you when you read it, it's like, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how I am. It, it's, it's, it's like a... Attention, gym owners. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Join our exclusive Facebook group, Profit Accelerator, and unlock the potential to scale your gym to $30,000 a month and beyond. In the Profit Accelerator group, we're going to focus solely on helping gym owners just like you win. We offer regular training sessions and share our best proven strategies to boost your business. Join us now by searching for Profit Accelerator on Facebook. Be part of a community that's all about success and growth, the Profit Accelerator, where gym owners thrive. All right, now let's get back to the show. I want to say like a, it's like a real life astrology 
<laughs> you know, re, you yeah. know, like, oh, oh you're an yeah. Aries. Pa- like, well, let me get, let me get my, the uh, palm readings. <laughs> yeah. the palm because you know, they, it's, it's your personality. Like when you get your own back, usually it's like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. That's me. Totally. Yeah. You know, you get it because you've answered the questions that steer you into that personality. It's so cool. But like you said, when you get certain individuals back in your organization, sometimes you see these breakthroughs like, holy crap, I I put this person in this chair. That is entirely the wrong seat for them. Yes. You know, and that's where there's power into rearranging your bus. Right. And re- rearranging the bus, the seats on the bus. Uh, I think it's an important thing to talk about. Again, not something you're going to be learning in school. Mm-hmm. You learn this on the job, on the fly, and you know, and that's why you're listening to the show because we've been there, done that, and we're still doing it. And we've come a long way, obviously, since 2009 and things that we were doing then. But you know, we've leveraged that in both companies to to really. Right. To to put people in the right roles, incentivize them the right ways. And it's been great, I think. I mean, we've mm-hmm. moved people around a little bit, but. I mean, even if it's shared, like at the end of the day, like you're talking functions of the business, we don't need to take necessarily the entire job and move somebody into an entirely different role. Moving but, the functions. But there's yeah. some small functions within that as you're setting up your organizational chart, certain tasks, right? Maybe it's program design. Right. Like, is there a fitness, is there a, a trainer that that's one of the things that really motivates them is the the actual functions of, of putting together. And that goes and- into the behavioral uh, drivers, which is, I think that one is political that they, that they're in charge of a thing. Mm-hmm. And if they're in charge of program design or if they're in charge of something else, maybe it's uh, Nutri- uh, nutrition, nutrition or-, or outreach to clients that, mm-hmm. that that's their role, they're going to f- perform better because they have that thing that drives them mm-hmm. in, built into their business. Exactly. Right? Not everybody can be the boss and not everybody can do the sales and not everybody can train clients. And that's why do the DISC assessment. I would make it mandatory. I would say, go download this, get it out to your employees and your team, and then, then have a meeting with each person. Read them, understand what it what it is, let them read theirs, and then have a, have a sit down and then start reorganizing the, the, the functions. Functions, exactly. Uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, our coaches do is have a, other job responsibilities other than training clients, right? So training clients every day and then going home for the day, I mean, that's cool and all, but that doesn't drive, you lose coaches pretty quick because they burn out and they don't have other things they can do. And Well, let's talk about it from the business standpoint as well. You know what I mean? You're, you're, the responsibilities of your trainers here, there's not a lot of things that they're responsible for outside of training, but there are certain things that just need to get done. Yep. And they fall on the plate of those trainers. In this industry and working with a lot of the coaching clients that we do, there's something about trainers that, that even gym owners and fitness directors, like you guys cater to their ego, not you necessarily, but like gym owners at whole. Well, it's yeah. like we cater to their egos. Oh, my trainers won't do that. Mm. who's signing the damn check? Right. What do you mean your trainer won't do that? They're your employee. You hired them for a, for the job that you set up, not necessarily the job they want to do. That's very true. And so there are, I mean, everybody's got tasks that we don't want to do. It's part of just shit has to happen. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, some of those tasks can be shared. And that's my challenge for you guys is look at your, especially your trainers, because feedback is always just letting trainers run the show, the operation, like like yeah. like they're intangible and they're guys. Well, they're a dime a dozen, and this like there's trainers everywhere. Not necessarily the right ones, and not necessarily good ones. But don't let your training staff dictate their responsibilities in your business or their hours or this. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. exactly. Or what they will and won't do. I mean, if they're not a good fit, maybe get them off the bus. 
right? That's another option. You you have that option as the owner, guys. Yeah, don't, not, don't be held hostage. I was going to say, don't feel stuck or held hostage by somebody that is in your organization yeah, and not willing to, make, to play team. You have to make tough decisions sometimes. I've made plenty, and I'm probably making some here pretty soon. It's just like you just – it's part of the thing. You mm-hmm. got to make some decisions every once in a while, and it's got to happen. So. And, we, and, we, and the, a lot of this this episode has come from the staffing conversations we're having with our private clients. I mean, this week we had – a trainer or we had a client had to let go a trainer that's been there for years. And it was because the invested interest of that trainer became very apparent that it was no longer in the direction that the business was going. Mm-hmm. Very self-serving, disconnected when it wasn't on the, you know, when they weren't on the training floor, it was gone. Boom. Not my problem out of, you know, can't reach them outside of yeah. the time that they're in the gym. Like there are so many indicators as to where this person is that ultimately it was not you know, the They're right path fit. for them anymore. Yeah, not and, fit. and that's okay. And they, and they ended things on decent terms. She obviously knew things were coming. She, you know, like some of the decisions the business had been, the hiring new staff, pulling some of her hours, things like that. But ultimately, the conversation just had to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and it's good that it did because it gives clarity for, I mean, even from the trainer side of things, she's not emotionally invested in this business. So therefore, she's not going to be delivering 100% showing up every day. Let her go do her own thing. And yeah, she, she can luck. be happy yeah. there. That's it. Doesn't have to be a bad thing. Yeah, good right? luck just with part that. ways. Like sometimes it's just okay to have that conversation yeah. in part ways. Everybody listening has somebody probably in their organization right now that they should probably get rid of. Probably not everybody, but I'm gonna say the majority of listening. You're thinking about that one. Yeah, employee, somebody's somebody's name comes to mind, and sure. you're thinking about that one employee or maybe more that you know what it's their time, but you've been holding on because you've been held hostage because of a thing. Have a conversation. If you can fix it, fix it. But if it's time to go, don't hold on. Just like that coaching client you're talking about, I know how long she's been holding on. We've- and it, like, I mean, literally. So this today's Friday when we're recording this. The conversation was yesterday yeah. when her and I were talking about it. They, from the business standpoint, kind of laid out a game plan for when they were going to terminate her. It was going to be a matter of a few weeks. My suggestion was the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, just so happened that they went back into the business later in that day. Their trainer was there executed a training, came into the office because of the disconnect, that conversation was able to happen, and then they parted ways six hours after our conversation as opposed to weeks down the road. And she's relieved she did it. Huge. She goes, I feel like this weight came off my shoulders, and and now she can focus on where she needs to be, back to intentionality, back to moving the needle, back to the things that she needs to do, not reacting and responding to how this trainer is showing up each day. And I think some of the problem where you hold on to people is, well, you don't think you can replace them. Right. I will tell you without a shadow of a doubt, every time that we've lost a coach and brought a new one on, we've grown better. It's always been better because it's always been just too long, hanging on too sure. long. And and it's one we we care about our staff. Yeah. We care about the people we work with. And it's it doesn't have to be a personal bad thing. Sometimes people just don't fit into an organization. Leave it at that. Yeah. You know what I mean? There is something to be said about allowing that trainer to go, you know, like cutting the cord. Let them go fly. Like right. maybe you want more. I don't have that to provide. Go find it with, with, in an, right. with an organization that yeah. does. It doesn't have to be personal. No. Uh, and a lot of times gym owners can't find another coach or they don't think because the pipeline that you have is dry and you got a bunch of crap coming in. I would say take your time. If you're going to have to train clients in the meantime, do it. Uh, we've got a great podcast coming up soon. We're waiting for the guests to come in town yep. talking about uh, where to find some of the best talent, some organizations that, that he works with that get 
probably help a lot of people. He's just not in town. He is coming in in about a month. So stay tuned for that one. A few episodes from now. Yeah, he's a good, uh, he's a friend of the podcast and he's a friend of Pulse. So he's going to come in and drop some knowledge on everybody. But that'll be a big help. Nothing to help with right now. But, (laughs) you know, I would look on Indeed and Craigslist and current clients and ask for referrals. Ask your current coaches if they know anybody in the industry. That's been a big one lately is, is a lot of the clients that we've been working with, their coaches have been sourcing other coaches. Yep. Because I mean, you're in the mix. These are friends of yours. The conversations are happening. You know, other, other trainers allow, yeah, a pull from that group. Yep. And so that's been a great resource yeah. for a lot of the clients we will work with. So I guess the action items from this podcast, uh, number one, get that disc assessment, get it, get that in the hands, have everybody fill that out. Again, it's only taking, going to take 10, 15 minutes, mm-hmm. but then set a meeting to go over those like at the next week or something or a couple of days down the road, get, get a chance to read them read the disc assessment, read how to read them, because that's another thing, how to read mm-hmm. these things. But it gives you so much information. I think you guys can use that as a tool. We've used it. So that would be your action item. And but then, then use it. Then use it. But then shuffle around some of those responsibilities or move people on that bus. Yeah. Or f- because again, it's the knowledge, it's data, right? It's giving you the information you need, interpret it, but use it. Do something with that information. Don't just go, okay, cool. Now I know what yeah. everybody's motivated by. All right. Back to the back to the job you're already doing, yeah. you know what I mean? Take action on it, obviously. <laughs> obviously. And it's all going to be for the better. So uh, hopefully that helps you. Guys, uh, keep crushing. If you're interested in the automation uh, workshop, that's uh, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash automation. And if you're interested in the course, it's clacourse.com. Guys, until next episode, keep crushing. See you, bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you have any questions that you'd like us to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? All you got to do is three simple things. Number one, head over to Apple Podcast and leave us a rating and review. Number two, in that review, go ahead and leave us a question on anything you want us to answer. And number three, if you'd like us to give you a shout out, just go ahead and leave your handle right there in the review and we'll make sure to do that on the next episode. That's all. All you got to do then is then listen to hear your questions answered live, raw, and uncut. Join us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great. Bye.